Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101. Uh, It has been one crazy day. I actually just got parked about five minutes before I was supposed to call into the show, so I apologize. I'm a little scattered right now trying to get everything together. Uh, I'm trying to find my co-host. Let's see if he's on. Ross, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, sweet. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's been a crazy day for both of us. Yes, we can hear you. All right, well, I, I, yeah, y'all going to have to hang on a minute because I'm in a big middle of a cluster, so you're going to have to talk a minute without me. i got to drop a trailer. I'll explain in a minute. Okay. All right, like I said, it's been a crazy day, so I apologize. We're getting it together. You know, it's trucking. Stuff happens. So tonight's topic is um, what to do when you break down and customer service. So we're going to go over all of that. I'm just going to give some people a couple of minutes to call in. We usually just launch right into the show, but um, it always seems to take the majority of people a few minutes to call in. So I'm just going to give everybody a chance to get called in. And so I'll tell you why uh, we went with the topic tonight. It's because I broke down. Um, it's always fun when life throws a radio topic at you. That's that's always a good thing. Um, as most of you know, I got a 2018 Freightliner Cascadia Evolution it's uh it's it's doing pretty well. I haven't really had any problems out of it, and the mileage has been good uh but you know it's a truck things break things pop loose and um so I'm bobtailing to my next location, and I hit a doozy doozy of a bump. I mean, you should have seen this bump. it was ridiculous uh across the whole road it was it was uh, some kind of a construction thing so I mean, it was so bad that after I got parked, I realized my mud flaps, I had the spring-loaded mud flap hangers, uh, they had popped up out of position because the bump was that big. Sometimes that happens with the the spring-loaded ones. So anyways, I I hit the bump, and I was like, well, that was an awesome bump. So I just keep rolling. And, um, And then all of a sudden, I get the alarm. Coolant level is very low. I was like, oh, crap. So immediately, you know, when you when you get that alarm, coolant level is very low. Yeah, you got to pull over, like, right away. And uh, something that I learned, because I'm new to the maintenance part of the trucks, uh, I never had to deal with it before. I always had somebody else. Pull over right away and shut the engine down so you can save as much coolant as possible. I got pulled over as quickly as I could. There wasn't a shoulder right away. So as soon as the shoulder popped up, 
I pulled over. I left the engine running because I wasn't sure exactly what was happening. Um, I get out of the truck on the passenger side because that's the safe side to exit. Uh, and I look underneath the truck, and coolant is just pouring from somewhere underneath the driver's side of my truck. I was like, oh, crap, i got to turn the engine off because, you know, it's just pumping it through. So I get the engine turned off, and it slows down to a drip. And uh, i got to wait for – I'm, I'm really uh, fortunate. Yes, I do have a brand-new expensive truck, but it also came with uh, a full-service warranty. So all I have to do with, with my situation – is I have to call the number on the little card that they gave me, and they'll send out road service or tow truck or whatever I need. So they're, uh, they sent out road service. You know, I'm just sitting there waiting, trying to figure out what the problem is. And it, it was uh, kind of a precarious situation. Um, yeah, I was right on an interchange, and I was on the outside of a, of a curve, and people, they came, they just came barreling around the curve towards this, this interchange where two interstates came together, was where uh, 84 and 90 came together in Massachusetts. And they're moving along at a pretty high rate of speed. They're not supposed to be going that fast, but, you know, people drive faster than they're supposed to. <clears throat> and um, so... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so I was I was a little nervous because I wasn't very far off the road. I mean, it was off the road. I was on the shoulder, but it was you know, I was close to the traffic. So that's you know I got out on the passenger side. I stayed on the passenger side as much as possible. But my leak was on the driver's side, and I wanted to go check it out, and I couldn't see it because I was actually too scared to bend down. But when the mechanic came, you know, he's used to that stuff. So he just got over there and squatted down and looked, and he saw it, you know. But I was too scared to bend down because I was so close to the traffic. But anyways, it was a coolant hose. It popped loose. Apparently, it was the one that uh, wraps around the death tank, and it's clipped in for some reason. So he just popped it back in there, um, refilled my tank with uh, coolant, and uh, I was good to go. But Russ is here. And he was going to go through the whole process of what to do from when you realize you have a problem to, uh, you know, all the way through. I, I went through it a little bit explaining my situation, but I'll go ahead and let Russ talk. Uh, I caught part of what you were saying. Like I said, sorry, I was, uh, I, you know, I should have been right over basically across the road here at the little yard and parked. And, of course, you know, um uh, picked up this trailer, and I'm going, something doesn't feel right. Yeah, sure enough, it was overweight. So, anyway, wow. I've been messing with that. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I heard part of what you said, you know, that you pull over and, you know, immediately, you know, the first safe spot, you can pull over. And, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, so how long was it before you put your triangles out? Um, It was under 10 minutes. I did it pretty quickly. Once, once I wanted, I wanted to look and see what was happening, and then shut the engine off. And then a couple of minutes after that, I went, "Oh, trying." <laughs> so it was pretty quick. Right. Yeah. But yeah, by all means, I mean, you know, if you can, uh, you know, find a safe, safe place and you know, get pulled over. Uh, four-way flashers on. 
you know, if you can look real fast and see what's wrong with the truck, I mean, sometimes, you know, you've blown a tire or whatever, you know what's happened, you know, but like yours, if you can mm-hmm. figure out real quick what's happened, you might look. But then, you know, right after that, you know, you need to be putting out your cones. Not your cones, your uh, triangles. Right. You know, getting them put out and then, you know, and then getting a, well, you know, getting a service truck on the phone, getting them to come out and, and, uh, and fix you. Um, you know, I, I blew a diaphragm on a uh, brake chamber. Uh, probably the worst spot could, that could ever happen. I was running up 35. I was in San Antonio. And I think it's 204 that comes up through there. But anyway, right there where 35 and 204 meet, 204 is that little loop. <clears throat> That's where my truck decided it was going to come to a stop. Well, anyway, those painted lines, triangle, I managed to get in that. So, I mean, we literally got traffic coming from the right and from the left. Um, and, of course, you know, I put my cones back as far as I, you know, my cones. I put my uh, triangles out and what have you. And I actually stood there and flagged for the guy because, I mean, we were in a we were in a terrible spot. I, we should have probably should have had the police there. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's – I was losing pressure faster than – you know, there's no way I was going to get anywhere. I mean, all of a sudden it blew, and I saw how quick the gauge was going down. And like I said, I was heading towards that shoulder over there, and I, I knew I wasn't going to make it. So I, you know, I had to stop right there. I, I mean, I had no choice. You know, it was, I mean, just almost an immediate reaction. That's, you know, it's a good thing I wasn't just stopped in the lane that I, you know, I managed to get it somewhat out of travel lane. But uh, you know, that gets your, uh, you know, if you company company driver, by all means, get your. Uh, 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 get the shop on the phone. You know, whoever you call for uh, maintenance, repair, or what have you. You know, get them on the phone. Get the, try to explain what's going on. Get them. You know, get them coming. You know, owner ops. You know, we. You know, of course, got to start finding shops in the area. And you know, hopefully, you're in an area where you know the shops. Um, you know, if not, there's um, um, you know, uh, the TA app. Uh, you know, TA Petro app. Uh, you know, if you got a rolling tire, there's a lo- the Loves app. Um, and there's a few. I'm trying to remember. Becky's not doing calls right now, is she? No, she's driving. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. There's something that she has found, and I I can't remember the name of it. Um, that has a big laundry list of uh, uh, shops, kind of you know, in the area. Um, and is it NTPS uh, breakdown? That, I don't remember if that was it. it Seems like Stephen used it one time too. Um, well, I, I can't. I can't remember what it is. Off, yeah, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. And you know, normally I would have been a little more prepared. Of course, it's been a cluster of a day. Yeah, it's been a crazy. Yeah, it so, has. Yeah, it's been an absolute cluster of a day. So, um, but anyway, yeah, you know, get somebody coming. Um, you know, get it repaired, and, you know, if you have to, you call dispatch or, uh, you know, your customers, you know, especially if it's going to affect uh, on-time delivery, you know, let them know that, right. you know, hey, you've had a, you know, you've had a breakdown and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, get them out there to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, for the owner-operators, you know, the worst part, then you know, then the credit card has to come out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I get. I get. Exactly. Well, in, in your case, it doesn't. Uh, you know that uh, that no. little thing that you have is. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that is pretty sweet. Having a full service. Mhm. 
you know, a full service warranty is. type deal. Mm-hmm. So. I ought to get something for my little giant truck payment, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. you know, it is sweet to have that. So. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, of course, I. you know, I'm glad I don't have the giant truck payment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, and then, you know, well, here not too long ago, you know, I blew one of the wide singles and uh, got, um, I was on Interstate 10 when I did that. And, you know, of course, two miles from the freaking Love's truck stop, uh, <laughs> you know, anyway, called the Love's and, uh, you know, told them to bring me a tire. And I told them that, you know, I had the two, uh, uh, the two inch offsets, and but I had them, you know, but I was mounting everything backwards, so I, you know, was actually getting the one inch inset. So I told them how to mount the tire on there, what have you. And, uh, anyway, the guy comes out in his service truck and he's got the tire and what have you. And, but other than tire changing tools, he didn't have a tool one on the truck. And I had told him, I said, it. It tore up my it tore up my quarter fender, and I had already started trying to take the quarter fender off. I had uh, I had some big enough sockets and stuff like that. I didn't have the proper wrench. That's all I was missing. I couldn't hold you know couldn't hold uh, the other end of the bolt uh, to get it off. And he didn't have it, so he ended up having to go back to the shop to get one. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that, that ended up turning to be uh, turning out to be a nightmare. But uh, you know, I mean. I got off the road. I mean, you know, of course, I knew what happened. I mean, when you when you lose a wide single, there's no doubt what happened. And uh, right, you know, got off the road. You know, triangles out. You know, just the same thing that we went through before. Um, um, anyway, you know, boys on, got repaired, and then, you know, and then went down the road. But that that brings up. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know what all you've talked about. You know, like I said, sorry I was late. Not much. Not much. Just my breakdown that I just had that gave me the idea for the show. Uh, Okay. Well, anyway, that little incident brings up um, uh, something big that I've been – that's happened here uh, to us personally over the last – over – well, me and Becky, our little fleet, over the last – what's it been, about a week and a half, a couple of weeks we've been working on this? Yeah. Anyway, I want to talk about customer service because I mean, because you know that's basically what we are is customer service. Yeah, we drive trucks, uh, we're trailer drivers, but I mean ultimately it's customer service. You know, you pick up from one customer, you deliver to the other customer. You know, you uh, you know you try to do it and you know you do it in a timely, safe, safely fashion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've been trying to get prices to get this motor rebuilt. You know, I got a million and a half miles uh, on this motor. Uh, it's starting to show a few signs, so you know I'm trying to start to get prices, so I know about where, uh, you know about what it's going to cost. And I mean, I'm calling reputable shops, um, shops uh, that I've either dealt with or I have people that I trust that uh, have dealt with these shops. And we have gotten one and I, one callback with a price. Two of, the, two of the shops I called, uh, well, one of them is one that I deal with right there in my hometown. I mean, it's almost spitting distance from where we parked the trucks. You know, and I've yep. been dealing with them for a, few, for a couple of years. 
you know, called him there, was talking to him, uh, told him what I wanted to do, and they said, you know, told him exactly what I wanted, what what I wanted to do, and you know, gave him all the info, and they said, we'll give you a call back. So, no, heard nothing. A couple of days later, I called again. Well, I didn't get any of the shop guys this time. I got some of the office girls. They said, well, we'll tell the guys in the shop. Um, still haven't heard a call back. Um, there's a couple of these shops that have a big reputation in trucking um, that we've called. And same thing. I know for a fact they've received three calls from us. They've received two from me. And I think one from Becky. I'm not sure if they received one or two from Becky, but like I said, they've received at least three. And won't call us back with a you know, with a rough guesstimate on time, you know, uh and so on and so forth, you know, for building these motors. I you know, if we did our jobs like that we wouldn't be doing them long. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, I can't believe that you know, that we can't get, uh, you know, a call back from a shop on a motor bill. You know, finally I called one of them back today, and I was like, hey, look, I called a few days ago. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, and he's like, well, it's going to be this. And like, what happened to returning my call? I mean, you told me you were going to return my call. Your girl said y'all would return my call. I, you know, what You know what happened? I mean, I wouldn't care if the girl would have called and said, hey, look, it's going to be roughly this, depending on mm-hmm. what we find. You know, that's all I want. Give me a rough idea. Uh, so, yeah, it just drives me absolutely insane that, um, you know, I can't get a call back. That, that, you know, that the customer service is, is that terrible. You know, and I, I mean, I go out of my way, um, you know, to get the load there on time, to, you know, I do, you know, I mean, I don't cheat, I don't run illegal, but. I mean, I do everything I can, you know, to make sure that that load gets there safely and legally. And, yep. you know, you know, and it drives me insane. Customer service is, you know, what basically what drives me. You know, even if I go out to a restaurant, if I get terrible customer service, you know, I'm going to have a discussion with somebody. <clears throat> if I get great customer service, it's not uncommon for me to leave a $100 bill on the table. Dang. So, I, anyway. But yeah, that <coughs> kind of my rant on customer service. I, I, I know I've been hogging yeah. the airtime, so by all means, uh, yeah, sick them. Yeah. Well, no, I know you had that on your mind, so I was going to let you go ahead and get that off your chest. Uh, yeah, let's got my drawers in a knot. Well, yeah, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell, yeah. Now, there's a couple of things we didn't cover when it comes to uh, – breaking down um hours of service uh dale our resident um dot expert is not available tonight he may he may be able to come on the show a little later but he's not available oh he's not available right now but one of the issues that i realized when i was sitting on the side of the road waiting for the mechanic to come through uh, first they said it was going to be 90 minutes. I was like, okay, that's cool. It seems like it's probably going to be a quick quick fix. It's got to be a coolant hose. should be simple. I should be able to get out of here pretty quickly, you know, once the guy comes. 
And then I get a phone call, and he goes, oh, it might be three hours before you didn't see anybody. I was like, well, crap. Because at that point, I had two hours and 57 minutes left on my 14-hour clock. And I'm like, um, I have no idea what to do in this situation. Because up until this point in my life, January of this year, I had always driven team. So I never had to worry about it. If we were broke down on the side of the road and one of us ran out of hours, the other person would drive. No problem. So I'm like, I got no idea what to do. So I made a couple of phone calls. I ended up uh, getting a hold of uh, Becky, our call screener. And she said, okay, yeah, no problem. All you do is you just drive to the next safest place where you can park uh, legally. And then with Schneider, you just call in in the morning and explain what happened. And it'll be all good. There's a provision in uh, the DOT regulations that allow for two hours for unforeseen stuff. Now, traffic does not fall under the umbrella of the two hours. So if you get stuck in rush hour traffic and your 14 hour, your 11 hour runs out or whatever runs out, they're not going to let you run that extra two hours. This is for breakdowns, accidents, weather, all that kind of stuff. You get an extra two hours. You want to add anything to that, Russ? I'm sorry, I had myself muted. Oh. My, uh, as you heard, PJ was. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, how about that? Oh, okay. I had myself muted. There uh, you go. Yeah, yeah, PJ, yeah, PJ was. Uh, I'm sure you heard her. She was Don't barking at uh, security yeah. who was walking. Uh, am I breaking up? Oh no, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say this, where I, where I'm at, the signal is terrible. I'm sitting there watching it go up and down. <laughs> so, it's signal is horrible. Yep. All right. Um. But no, I you know that's you know yeah that's you know completely correct about the um, and, and I don't remember what uh, that you know it was another thing I was going to look up uh, which if this load had been of course. It's truck driving. It's loaded. Hadn't been screwed up, you know. I'd have been sitting there and I'd have had all this stuff looked up and ready to go. Uh, but yeah, I don't remember what the regulation is. But yeah, I mean, you can, you know, if you get broke down. Um, I tell you what happened to me one time where I, you know I broke my fourteen. I think it's the only time I've ever broke my fourteen with the, um, you know, having the ELD and you know not cheating on a paper logbook or anything like that. Uh, <clears throat> But some, uh, well, let, let, let's okay. All right, look, some moron <laughs> that was in a truck. Um, there was construction zone, huge long construction zone uh, is on. I think it was on I fifty five. Anyway, they had northbound and southbound traveling in the southbound side. You know, so they had the northbound side completely tore up and. Anyway, he ran out of fuel. I mean, he didn't have a breakdown. I mean, he ran out of fuel. Uh, Anyway, took forever for a wrecker to get there. Absolutely forever, because the wrecker had, you know, they had to shut, well, they had everything shut down, but the wrecker had to back up um, through that long construction zone to get to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then hook him and pull him out. 
Um, anyway, when I pulled the brakes sitting on the highway there, I had like four hours. Four hours, four hours, 45 minutes, something like that. I don't know. I was on my way uh, to the truck stop to meet Becky. I had plenty of time to get where I was going. Uh, and I only had, I don't know, really about 45 minutes left to drive, you know, to get where I was going. And anyway, so sit there, I mean, watch my 14-hour clock, just tick, 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 tick. Um, I had actually called the company and told them, I said, look, somebody has run out of fuel up here. I am sitting, you know, been sitting for, you know, four hours with the brakes pulled. Uh, you know, traffic's not moving. You know, my 14-hour clock's going to run out, sitting, you know, with me sitting right here. And they're like, well, you know, you need to call a record. I'm like, uh, no. You know, I said, uh, DOT has already come by and said, hey, y'all start moving. You know, when we get him out of there, you know, y'all go. I mean, because we'd, t- we'd already told him, said, look, a lot of us were out of hours. And so we went to the uh, – there was a uh, an actually truck-only parking spot down the way, I don't know, about 10, 15 minutes down the road. Man, we filled that thing up in a matter of minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. It went from having absolutely no trucks in it to full. Um, but, you know, and then, you know, the, you know, I called in the next day and, and uh, you know, explained what happened. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what they do on their end with the ELDs, but, I mean, I mean, I was stuck. You know, uh, but that's I guess that I, I guess that falls under that little breakdown rule and what have you. I mean, I you know I picked up the phone, I called them, and I explained it to them, and um, you know, I mean, I don't know what else I could have done. Um, you know, put it on the side and wait for a record and been a road hazard, uh, which you know I wasn't yep. gonna do. So, right. um, you know, and it turned out I mean I, I had broke my. When we finally got to go, I broke my 14 by, I don't know, two or three minutes. And then I said it was probably a total of 20 minutes. Um, so, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's just a matter of getting somewhere safe, getting somewhere legal, you know, and then getting shut down, when, you know, because, I mean, life happens out here. It's, you know, you get out here doing this long enough, it will happen to you. Yeah, I was lucky. I I was headed to one of the Schneider yards, and uh, when the coolant hose popped, I was 20 miles away, and that was the next safest place. There was nowhere to park in between, so I got to go ahead and go to the yard, which was nice. But uh, actually, I I thought I was going to bust my 14, but I ended up not. The mechanic ended up showing up way sooner than originally, or the actually the second prediction. He was there for the original 90 minutes prediction so I still had an hour left on my 14 by the time I got parked which was which was good but I could have conceivably gone to the yard after busting my 14 because of that provision now um oh uh, another thing about breakdowns you uh you communicated with the mechanic at the loves you told him what you needed he just didn't bring it because um, I don't know. Maybe you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll be nice and say he had a long day. <laughs> uh, right. I talked to, I talked to the mechanic that was coming out uh, for for my repair, and um, 
he knew it was a coolant leak. He knew that I had to pull over because my coolant alarm went off. And he calls me and wants to know if I know which hose it is. I was like, I don't know. I can't see. He goes, okay, I'll just bring a whole bunch. And then I said, and coolant because I'm basically out. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to grab a few cases. I was like, you couldn't take it out of your own? I'm on the side of the road. I have a coolant link, and I had to remind you to bring coolant. Really? I want to be nice to him, too. I'm going to say he had a long day. But, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I yep. mean, you know, that, I mean, that can happen. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I mean, look, I've been having a bad day here. I mean, I should have been shut down eating dinner. Um, yeah. But, uh, and, and this has never happened here where, I, where I'm picking up. I mean, the loads are usually, uh, the loads are usually 20,000 pounds. Uh, matter of fact, right. this one uh, showed when I booked it that it was going to be 20,000 pounds. And uh-huh. anyway, I, uh, uh, when I hooked the trailer, I realized, I said, uh-oh, I said, this does not feel like any 20,000 pounds. Yeah, sure not. Um, right. You know, it's more like 40,000 pounds. So, uh, anyway, I, uh, you know, they've got a little scale here, and I went and I ran it across the scale, and I was like, uh-oh. You know, Houston, mm-hmm. we have a problem. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we had a big problem, and uh, I, I mean, I had absolutely no weight on the front, and it was all on the back. Um, and got up there on the scale, and I was like, you know, way in my truck, I'm going, okay, you know, I, this trailer just felt weird to me, you know, and yeah, I got that back axle up on there, and went, oop, there's the problem, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I'd have been in a different state, I could have fixed it. If I didn't have to go through uh, these two states, I could have stretched it out. But, yep, wasn't going to happen. So, yeah, I stretched it as far as I could and, you know, was still, um, you know, 2,000 pounds over on that axle. Like, no, okay. Y'all need to fix it. Yep. So you're waiting but, on them to fix it right now. Right. Um, yeah. So, but you know, like you know, like the mechanics and all that. I mean, you know, that all. Yeah, I know we're talking about breakdown, but I mean, it all comes down to customer service too. You know, mm-hmm. I realize you know you can have a bad day and forget it too. What I, I mean, what I couldn't believe, is, and I can't, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't have thrown that company right smooth under the bus like I did. But you know, I can't believe on a service truck there was nothing but tire tools. How was yeah. that? Uh, you know, stuff. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many times I've tore up a tire, uh, and I, you know I've torn up a mud flap with it, or a quarter fender, or you know something along those lines. Uh, you know that's happened, uh, you know, several times. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you would think that uh, that would be kind of you know, a socket set, a couple of wrenches, stuff like that would be kind of standard equipment, you know, on a repair truck. Yeah. You know, even if it's just a tire truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, my my point with what I was saying about the fact that I had to remind the mechanic to bring coolant was when you're communicating with the mechanic before he comes out, especially for a road call, uh, make sure that y'all are on the same page. Don't assume anything. Now, 
you told the mechanic that was coming up for you uh, what you had going on and what you needed. Uh, he just didn't bring it. So that wasn't your fault. But, yeah, never assume. Always make sure that you and the mechanic are on the same page. Now, sometimes that communication might fail like it did with Russ, but, you know, you at least you can say you tried. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, communication is huge. You know, part of customer service and part of, you know, being on the same page, getting your, uh, you know, getting your equipment fixed on the side of the road. You know, by all means, you know, you don't want them to come out and, and realize that, you know, you didn't tell them something and they didn't bring the right tools or equipment, right parts. You know, I mean, one time I I broke down and I, I mean, no joke, the nearest truck stop was like, 130, 140 miles from me. Damn. Um, and, uh, th- hey, let me tell you what. I got crafty. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I, I guess, I'm, I'm like, up. all right, what? Yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, what can we do here? And um, Tell your story. I, I'm going to go pull, pop and, and get this caller here real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. So, anyway, I uh, – um, uh, I blew one of my uh, uh, turbo hoses, one of my um, the one coming into the intake over here. I blew it out. So, and like I said, the nearest truck stop was you know forever away from me. And uh, anyway, I was like, I don't want to pay a record bill for this far. Anyway, I put it all back together best I could. I had some huge hose clamps, um, so got it put back together best I could. And then I used probably a full roll of duct tape. And, and you know, and wrapped that hose up. Now it still wasn't great, but you know what? It it gave me enough power to get down to the truck stop to get it fixed. So, because um, they wanted an unfreaking believable amount to to run to run that part out there in the service truck, and uh, I was like, if I can get it fixed enough where I'm gonna move, I'm gonna fix it so I can get down the road. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, you know, um, and I, I hear drivers, and I know we've talked about this before, but I hear drivers say that, um, you know, I'm a truck driver, I'm not a mechanic. And I don't know how many times I've heard that when I'm going, you know, hey, you know, you ought to, you ought to change this light out. Well, I'm a truck driver, not a mechanic. Well, you're going to, so you're going to sit here and wait on a, somebody to come change out the light uh, when mm-hmm. it would take you, you know, 10, 15 minutes to change out the light. You know, so, I mean, you know, carry some simple tools. Matter of fact, we've put up a tool list a couple of times. Um, matter of fact, I think several of us have put tool lists up on the uh, on the Facebook page of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some little simple stuff. Because, you know, we have little simple stuff break a lot. And then, of course, every now and then we have uh, expensive stuff break. Yeah. So, I see you're back. Yes, I am back. Uh, Apparently, sometimes the system... Put them in the queue and they don't press anything, so no question. Ah. So that sounded like a good story. I'm sorry I missed uh, I missed part of it, but it sounded like you got creative there. Uh, yeah, I did. Hey, you know, hey, nothing nothing like a redneck and a roll of duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget about uh, the band well, I mean, and like I said, uh, yeah, well, hey, like I said, you can ask Becky and uh, actually a state trooper had stopped. And uh, while I was doing that, and, uh, you know, to see if we're okay, I mean, it was cold. It was bitter cold. Becky was in the, you know, she was in her truck behind me. 
And uh, anyway, so I'm doing this. I turn and I look at the trooper, and he doesn't have a coat on. And I mean, no joke. I mean, it is wicked cold out. Sun going down, wind blowing like crazy. I looked at him. I said, you go get a coat on. <laughs> you know, he looked at me and laughed. <laughs> you know, I mean, I said it in a joking manner or whatever. I said, you got to be cold. I said, I, look at what I'm dressed in. I said, I'm cold. Mm-hmm. But what state were you in? Um, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Wow. I was in Kansas, and we—I mean, we were out in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. Literally, right. out in the middle of nowhere. Born in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know how that is. I've, uh, oh, I got a doozy of a breakdown story for you. All right, this is a good one. It's uh, probably the worst breakdown I've had in regards to uh, circumstances. It's legal, just barely. Yeah, it's legal, just barely, but it's legal. Yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. Yeah, Russ is talking out, to out. the the shipper. Yeah, let me mute him here real quick. I'll tell my story, and then we'll see if we can get him back. Um, okay, so this is when I was teaming. <clears throat> it was the dead of winter. We were driving up north in uh, North Dakota, and there's not a whole lot out there in North Dakota. If you've never been there, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on. Unless you're in uh, Fargo, it's pretty much desolate. So... We're driving at night in the winter in North Dakota. It is bitterly cold. I mean, I don't know if you've experienced this type of cold, but it's so cold where it sounds like the engine is actually complaining. You can just hear it moan, and there's, like, uh, white smoke coming out of the exhaust because the the air coming out of the exhaust is so much hotter than the, than the air in the atmosphere. It's just terrible. So our air dryer freezes up open. It froze open. So it created an air leak. So all the air in our truck just blew out the bottom of the air dryer and our air alarm went off and we had to shut down because, you know, the emergency situation where the brakes get popped. So if you don't stop it, it'll stop you whether you want to stop or not. So we're on the side of the road. The air alarm is blaring. There's no way to shut it off. Well, I mean, we could have shut the engine off, but it was bitterly cold. So had to leave the engine running so so we wouldn't freeze to death. And we're in an area with absolutely no cell phone signal. I mean, and we didn't even have a Qualcomm signal. Uh, I found, like, one spot in the corner of the truck where I could barely get a phone call out. And the only number that I had to call was breakdown because uh, it was the middle of the night, like I said. And... They're not very responsive, at least to the company that I was working for. So we uh, we managed to get a phone call out to a mechanic. And um, he came out. He actually had came from a neighboring state. And, uh, yeah, he came out. And uh, he did a little quick patch job on it to get it so we could drive to the shop. And... And then we drove down to the shop, and he replaced it, and it was all good. 
But uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Luckily, though, we had en- we had enough fuel in the truck. That's one thing that you want to do. Talk about it during winter driving. I'm sure we'll talk about it later this month. That's my dog Blue. You need to calm down. Blue, calm down. Um, always make sure you don't go below a half tank. Because if you break down or something happens or you're on the side of the road or stuck somewhere, you don't want to run out of fuel. So never get below a half tank in the wintertime in the cold. Um, so the engine was running. We were warm. It was annoying because the air alarm was going off. But, you know, we survived. But, yeah. So... Crazy stuff can happen when you're out on the road. Let's see if Russ is done talking to the shipper. Are you back, Russ? No. He's not back. Can you hear me? Sounds like you're back. Uh, no, yeah, I yeah. can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. I thought I hit mute, but uh, evidently I hit it twice. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I got a mute button on my side. Yeah, right, right, yeah. I thought I clicked the mute button, yeah. but oh well. That finger didn't yeah. But, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, well, it went way overweight, barely legalized that. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, you run up a good point in the wintertime. Well, we just did a winter show, didn't we, with Dale? Yeah, we're going to do uh, one. When Dale does his, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. When when Dale does his show this month, we'll be talking about winter, so I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought we talked about it a little bit. We did a little bit, yeah, but we'll we'll go over it even more uh, later this month. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, there's a. There's a lot of things I do different. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that uh, on another show. It's just uh, I had that that breakdown story pop in my head, so I just wanted to point out the whole thing with the fuel when you're driving in the winter for sure. That's one of the things you want to do. Because we were, I think we were on the side of the road for like four hours before the mechanic managed to get out there. So we were we were idling for a long time. And uh, if you've never listened to an air alarm for four hours, it'll make your ear bleed, ears bleed. But we definitely weren't going to turn the engine off. That's for sure. Too cold for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might have been trying to find the air horn. And You're trying to find the air horn? Uh, yeah, I think I might have been trying to find the, lo- the, uh, the, you know, the air warning horn. You know, the low air warning uh-huh. horn. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the wire? Well, if it wasn't inside the truck, we weren't going to get to it. So, we were not stepping one toe outside the truck. I'm sorry? Uh, Yeah, I said this one is. This this one I can deal with. I've actually had to do that before. Yeah, you're you're a little quiet. I don't know if you can do anything with your, your headset or anything. Did that help? There you go. Yeah, that should have helped. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I've dealt with uh, 
Uh, I've had to deal. I dealt with one that was malfunctioning before, and uh, yeah, you know, unplugged it and then of course went and got it fixed. But um, yeah, uh, that's of course not everybody's. Not everybody deals with electrical and what have you, and so. But yeah, it was driving me insane. So uh, mm-hmm. unplug it, got to the shop, got it fixed. So. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't on the inside of the uh, truck, so we were, we just dealt with it because it was better than uh, stepping down the cold because it, it was sub-zero temperatures with wind. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I've been in the temperatures like it. you're talking about, um, you know, rolling across Montana and stuff like that. Uh, Montana, Wyoming, you know, when it's minus whatever. And, yeah, that's no fun. Mm-mm. No fun to break down on that. So, anyway, I can't think of much more on breakdown or customer service that I haven't already beat up. Yeah, we pretty much covered it. Um, There's one thing that we said we were going to do when you were talking about customer service on the flip side. Since you did that rant on poor customer service, uh, especially with shops, why don't you give props to a shop that has great customer service? Oh, right, yeah. Well, yeah, we talk about it quite a bit, Uh, you know, Actually, there's uh, there's two of them. Uh, you know, one of them is you know one of the shops here at the company um, that is absolutely awesome. I mean, uh, uh, well, you had a little experience with that. You know, I, I picked yeah. the phone, made a phone call, and they rolled you right in the shop. And uh, you know, uh, their customer service is just you know absolutely awesome. Um, and but there's another shop that's uh, well, it's T and E, and <laughs> You know, I can call Chris over there uh, or Manny in the tire shop or uh, usually I call Chris because I've you know, known Chris for a while. And, uh, you know, he may not answer the phone when I call him, but, you know, I'll leave him a message. And he'll either call me back or he will send me a text message saying, hey, this is great or, you know, uh, this isn't going to work. You know, whatever. I get a response, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and then when I get there, you know, uh, I mean, he knows I'm coming. I mean, they get me in, they get me taken care of, they get me out. And you know, I know we, I know we talk about them a lot here, but you know, they, uh, you know, they take care of us. Uh, so, you know, and you know, and for doing that, I mean, you know, I've bought pizzas for the whole shop before. Um, mm-hmm. I think Stevens brought, uh, I think Stevens brought cookies in there. Uh, you know, I think he. He just brought cookies in there. I think he brought uh, coffee and donuts in there one morning. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, the, the shops like that that take care of me, I've got the shop over here uh, at, uh, in Carlisle. Um, they got spoiled. They just some of the jerky that I get out here on the road every now and then. And so one day, I mean, they've been doing such a great, you know, great service for us. You know, I bought them, um, I don't know, like a pound and a half of it or something like that. It didn't last long, but. Um, anyway, but I mean, I'll do stuff like that for them or they give me great customer service, you know, and I mean, uh, I know that shop, you know, we've brought cookies in, we've brought candies in, we've, uh, uh, you know, bought dinner for the shop, um, you know, and that goes a long way, you know, building a relationship with, a you know, with a shop and just, you know, they do great in the customer service, you know, I return it with, you know, I find out what they like. Uh, they're addicted to gummy bears. I've brought them a whole bunch of gummy bears at that, sh- at that one shop. Um, 
one of the shops, uh, you know, the guy that owns the shop, he likes cigars. I ordered some cigars and sent them to him. So, you know, whatever you can do, that you know, place that takes care of you, by all means, turn around and take care of them. You know, uh, that and then, you know, anytime anybody asks about a shop, I say, hey, go here. You know, ask for this mm-hmm. guy, tell him I sent you over, go here. You know, so I, uh, and I don't know, uh, you know, of course, you know, company guys may not have been in there, but, um, or, you know, but uh, a lot of owner-operators I know listen to the program go in there. And, I mean, that place stays covered up, absolutely stays covered up. And I'm, you know, I'm constantly giving this name out, giving this number out, um, so on and so forth. So, but, yeah, by all means, you know, uh, you find a decent shop that does you right, you know, do them right. And, uh, you know, uh, it, you know, it'll keep repaying you. I mean, I've, you know, I've, well, you know, I've rolled into some of these shops unannounced and they roll the truck out and put mine in, um, mm-hmm. you know, just cause, you know, because of the relationship. So, but yeah, uh, by all means, find you a good, you know, you don't rob, find a good shop, build a re- relationship with them. Um, and uh, even a company guys, you know, um, if you got, you know, your company shops, you know, go in there, sit down and have a talk with the guys. Um, you know, that may mean the, uh, you know, the difference between, you know, you getting on the road uh, later that day or you getting on the road in a couple of days, you know. Bring them a pizza, bring, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, what does it cost for a couple dozen cookies? You know, right. um, a couple of boxes of donuts. I mean, really, you know, the returns, uh, you know, keeping, you know, with them keeping your wheels moving is, you know, you're making a heck of a lot more than, you know, what, you know, a little box of donuts or some cookies or whatever is going to cost you. You know, and the guy, yeah. you know, and, they, you know, they really appreciate, you know, people doing that for them. So... Absolutely. Anyway, well, is that uh, <laughs> is, uh, is that what uh, what you were talking about? Absolutely, that is what I was talking about. Um, and I think we pretty well covered this. We're going to end the show a little early tonight. Uh, sorry, we weren't uh, better prepared, but you know, sometimes trucking just gets in the way. So at least we were able to get the show, and hopefully we got some good information out for you and you learned something. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to our Facebook page, uh, Trucking 101 on Audio Road. You can uh, send us a message there and tell us whatever you think. Uh, Well, a question just popped up. I'm just going to go ahead and wing it, and I'm going to let them uh, jump in. Call us from the 949. You're on the air. Hi. I'm here on the... Hi. Uh, yes, I'm here on... Uh, my name is Leo. I'm here on the I-55 Southbound in, in Chicago. And I had mm-hmm. my airbags dropped. And I had a... It's, I bought this truck last month. I just got... This is my very first trip uh, to Lanza. And uh, my my airbags dropped. And I knew one of the bolts that go to the airbag was leaking. So uh, a couple of days ago, I went to Walmart and bought the that that uh, uh, material to fix leaks, you know, 
you mix it and it gets hard all the time and it's working. Ah, uh, something I want to comment is since uh, you, you were you were guys uh, you were talking about breaking down. Uh, yeah. I'll keep testing it. It doesn't work. I think I'm gonna put a a bigger hose and use a brace on both sides to stop that leak. And uh, that's my input. Thank you. Enjoy. Okay, enjoy thank the you. show. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you know, that re- that reminded me of something. Um, and it doesn't have anything to do with trucks, but it would work for a truck. Um, I, um, uh, My dad and I were going fishing. Uh, we backed my, backed my boat in the water. Um, anyway, I backed it off the trailer, and I'm trying to pull up to the dock. We're going to load up with shrimp and what have you. We saltwater fish all the time. Anyway, doesn't matter. But anyway, I'm going, what is wrong? I mean, I couldn't control the boat. I'm a, uh, t- I don't remember. Tide was coming in. Tide was coming out. And I was, you know, I'm going, what is wrong? Anyway, I'm turning the steering wheel, and finally I look back at the engine. The engine is just barely turning. And then I start paying attention, and I see fluid coming out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, they make, uh, and I, I wish I could remember the name of this stuff. Uh, I keep it in the boat now, but anyway, but they make a uh, a tape that you can wrap real tight around some of these hoses, and it will stop a leak. It mm-hmm. absolutely will stop a leak. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, you know, and I keep little stuff like that, you know, on the truck, uh, you know, uh, stuff to, you know, fix whatever. And, I, and you know, like I said earlier, I mean, I am not afraid of rednecking it. I, you know, I literally did whip out the duct tape and fix that. You know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, you know any kind of little, you know, uh, that even that tape stuff, uh, you know, I mean it worked great, and you know, and it didn't completely ruin a day of fishing when we had driven, you know, forever to get there. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, by all means, yeah, keep some of that, you know, try to keep something like that in your truck if you're even semi mechanically uh, inclined and. You know, you can uh, yeah, basically I'm using good use of rescue tape, for sure. Yeah. And that's kind of what this stuff is. I mean, like I said, I took, you know, and you, it wraps real, real tight. And I wrapped it around there, and, I mean, I stopped that. Yeah, I had a little pinhole leak in it. I refilled it with fluid, and we went fishing. So. All right. That's awesome. So, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, work for a truck, too. Anyway, yeah. All right. It will stick a fork in me. I think I'm out of, I think I'm out of talking. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for calling in. Um, hopefully next week will go better, and we won't park five minutes before the show starts. So uh, appreciate it. Sorry we're a little uh, discombobulated today, but, you know, it happens. It's trucking. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>